0: Welcome to our podcast, Today's Weird. We are your hosts, Raya and Alex. Two friends living in the mountains of
1: Asheville, North Carolina, talking about how intuition operates and when things get weird.
0: Weird. Okay, so here we are, me and Alex. We are both from home. I know in the last episode we had some noises come through that may happen again, just as a warning. But what we're going to do is kind of touch base, as we had mentioned, on the rest of this year, 2020. And as neither of us really um, has any uh, insight as of yet, what we're going to do is kind of just do a live, interesting moment where we're each going to kind of pull some cards, figure out what just comes through and just really have it open-ended. So let's see how this goes. Alex.
1: <laughs> yeah. I see so that one you're thing shuffling. I will say, because we're doing, I'm shuffling my cards. One thing I will say is if you are driving or you're in the middle of something, just be aware we're working in those like energetic ether realms. So I would say don't listen to this episode while driving um, because your nervous system might be like, what the heck? Especially if like, you're empath. Um, you know, just be aware, like uh this would be a really good episode to sit with and listen to with your eyes closed, kind of almost think of it as like not a guided meditation because we're still like in our human talking. <laughs> um, but um just know like you may feel some energetics during this this read or reading, see or <laughs> so um, but our guides have kind of given us a little bit of like, hey, do some stuff on the air. So I just wanna give out that, that that is a caveat. Yeah. I never I
0: preface. never say that
1: word. <laughs> um before this practice. Yes. Well now you do. Um so we're both shuffling. We both have different cards. I do the writer Wade Smith deck. Um, you know, and I, I don't like to call it the traditional deck because it's kind of, but it, it, I would say the most known uh in, in our world uh today uh deck for that so we're gonna pull a few cards talk a little bit about 2020 um before we pull cards you want to do a calling in a spiral and i'll kind of walk us through it
0: yeah let's do that
1: so i have a candle lit i was just burning a little bit too so we can kind of clear the space as well so if you're following along with us you can feel your feet wherever you are or your pelvis yep we're going to go into our crown That's a nice third eye, listeners. Beautiful. Okay. I'm just taking some deep breaths here. So what I do, um, and Ray is aware of this too, is I run a spiral of protection around us. So bringing in only highest good for all of the listeners and for ourselves today. And just thinking of that table, right? We come to the table. So just imagining a table in front of us, bringing in your higher self, my higher self, Rhea. And I'm going
0: forward
1: for this channel today. Oh my gosh I love this image right away.
0: (laughs) Well and my dog just made the loudest groan it was barely audible. So
1: one of the images I got was like this old school radio this idea of like a walkie-talkie that we're on where it's like it's scratchy and like they had me go micro way into my headphone where it was like listening to the crackles right and then going out and listening to the overall like what is being said and so it's interesting because like what we're being told is like how to listen to the tone of people's voices what we're what we're being told is how to listen to like the micro part of things um where we like go into like this idea of someone's voice, which is really, really interesting. Um, they're showing me, like, this is this is something that's opening up for people. They're, like, really making me feel my throat nice and open, and they're making me feel like my heart is able to actually communicate with my throat. So there, there's this idea that we're, we're able to then, like, rest in order to communicate this all makes sense completely to what we've been doing um but also there's this idea uh i love this image that the analogy that it that, that is like we're in the middle and there goes tomato we're in the middle of like a construction zone where there's like demolition happening but we're like completely at at peace and content like we're just sitting in the middle meditating and like there's like construction people everywhere, and they're, like, tearing down the walls, they're tearing, they're taking out the windows, and then, like, you're sitting, like, we're all sitting, and we're just, like, look, and I'm, like, oh, I can see the mountains better now, thank you for destroying that wall for me, and the construction people are, like, okay, (laughs) like, there's, like, a confusion around, like, what that, what that's meant to look like for all of us, Um, right, but we're, like, oh, I see the mountains better now, thank you, oh, I see the sea better now, thank you, oh, I can see myself better now, thank you like it's this idea of reflection but it's also this idea of understanding beautiful we're going into something else understanding what our connection is to source so they're like connecting me all the way up into the clouds and it's like this idea of like literally having your head in the clouds right now I guess you can't literally do that but um of like this like it is a figuratively going into your head in the clouds, but it's this idea of traveling. So there's lots of astral projection, there's lots of remote viewing, there's lots of things available to people right now, which we talked about in another podcast where we did some channeling. So just know too if that's something you're wanting to explore. Again, the channels are really, really, really clear right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a matter too of like uh, connecting into, okay what am I meant to be doing with my life? What am I here for? How can I connect into some of these like quote vibrations is how I'm going to, I'm I'm going to put it. And it's like an understanding again, and making me really connect into my ear again. It's like, can you listen to the sound beyond the sound beyond the sound? Like it's like this idea of sound and that even that word is like not even translating it correctly. It's like, how can I listen into that part of the part of the part that I don't even know what it is. <laughs> like it's like uh un, unrecognizing things. Does that make sense?
0: Hmm. Well yeah, they look <laughs> different.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like what is what has been recognized will no longer be recognizable, mm-hmm. but it's like beautiful. It's like a good um unrecognized, which is not a word, but <laughs> we're we're creating it now today. So um I love this. I love this image of to like you know a lot of intuitives have been talking about the golden age, but like what I see is this idea of understanding that the world is is this space that is very very peaceful content, like in, in, not in the sense that we don't need contrast anymore, but just in the sense that like, what is available to us. So then it would be this translation of like, what is peace? What is contentment to you? What is stillness to you? What are all these things that you're kind of almost being forced to do, but like, um, not necessarily like, uh, of course not everyone's being forced to do this, but it's like not necessarily like, okay, Uh, what does stillness teach me right it's not really about about this like concept we have of that it's much more about like how do I explain this um it's much more about uh like what what we're meant to be paying attention to within the information we're given Um. is how I put that all right, we can pull some cards from there, too. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I was pulling a lot while you were talking. Oh, yes, perfect. What cards did you pull? So I have the Tantric Dakini Oracle deck, I believe is what it's called. Um, it's very visual. It's kind of collaged images. And maybe we can somehow put up a picture of some of these cards Along yeah, with the reading, great. but um, I was pulling. So one card is self preservation. It's like this woman mummy that's kind of in the in the midst of a kind of a windy, blustery. Uh, I don't know scene. There's so I don't know if I'm going to describe the cards. Actually, I think I'm just going to go ahead and go into them. It does feel yeah. like the card are per, these cards are perfect for what's going on right now in and it does feel like it's going to kind of continue, but there feels an evolution. So there is a separation of self from others, but in a way that is kind of activating something interesting, unique within each of us that kind of like you were saying, it's kind of what we each need to kind of face, kind of deal with, kind of um encounter. And it does this this the next card is the solar return. So it's as if the sun is kind of blocked. There is kind of a feeling of Like, what does this even mean? Uh, But there's still some light shedding through. And I think the whole idea is that the sun's going to come back full force. You know, it's just trusting, like, when there are eclipses and um, the recent solar eclipse where everything went dark in the middle of the day all of a sudden. It is kind of this eerie, weird, mysterious thing, but there's a lot of interesting uh, insights to have like in that void and it it's all kind of happening for a purpose and so it's interesting and it feels like that's kind of the next step is realizing the sun is kind of coming back it's still kind of blocked but maybe we've got like you know, 30% visibility, and then it feels like when there is a moment for reintegration, there's this card of three different women wearing burqas, and it's almost as if we get to decide what we keep going, what what we keep within, and what we're posturing kind of on the outside, like what, we maybe there's some sort of mask we each need to, <laughs> mask, oh wow, each like <laughs> somehow construct for ourselves of how we kind of slowly reintegrate while also protecting what's kind of ticking and still cooking on the inside in a way. And I was feeling a lot of these tensions of what's going to be happening when things kind of shift. And this actually came up with a couple clients recently is this kind of duality of within feeling a tension of like I don't know, I feel different though, but my outside world is kind of still the same and there's this weird tension of wanting to confront that and wanting to kind of Move into the new space, but trusting the transition and trusting where you are in the tension of, like, what was before and what will be in the future. And it and the next card was a heart drop. So there's something going on of, you know, we're really in the right place right now to, to uh-huh. be going through all this. All this is some sort of beautiful... Um, again you know who knows in the human but it feels like a huge opportunity that's almost this cosmic resonance of like return to self return to or activating and awakening a part of our culture but it's so important and it feels much more singular in each and every person and what's going to be interesting is how each and every person integrates after all of this Um, I was pulling some cards into like kind of what we fear and what's kind of around all of that. And it does feel like there are some existing structures that are kind of ancient. um, Maybe this is the patriarchy things of that nature, capitalism, that are so set in stone that are now starting to crumble and decay. This picture is eternal life and it's got the sphinx and another kind of ancient stone Um, figure but you know they're kind of disfigured there are these like things that have existed for so long but in the energy of this card in this moment which is not usually the way that I feel it is kind of it's slowly breaking apart and reshifting and reshaping and the next one was slay the ego which is pretty perfect (laughs) so something about you know there's kind of these crumblings there's this facing each of us are doing it singularly and by doing it on our own inside our own selves it's kind of like as an energy is kind of a wave of this consciousness that's making us, forcing us to see things for what they really are and to sort things through in that way. And I think so much of this is facing our ego, facing these kind of constructs that we believe are keeping us safe, believe our Um, existing and operating for us and I mean that in an energetic way not even in a systematic way but just the things that you believe in concepts that you kind of believe in are shifting for you in a really beautiful way that next cards deep dive so we're literally diving into our psyches diving into these waters you know deep waters but it doesn't look like dark waters it looks like sky so there's an opportunity to Yeah, expand kind of your emotional wherewithal and expand your conscious um, wherewithal so that we have kind of the capacity to hold more ideas, more concepts, more space for new things to exist, for old things to shift and adapt. And then I got the Wheel of Great Time, which is very much like Wheel of Fortune, where it's like doctor ordered this long long ago to happen now it feels like there's something about it that's like sorry you know not sorry this is what's happening and this is what humanity needs so (laughs) and then I got the joker card which is essentially the fool um you know with this guy that's kind of got I always think of him as kind of those moments in the cartoons where they're like well they shake their head and are kind of like I don't even know how to you know they're a little overwhelmed it is kind of an interesting uh mind-bending experience but the whole idea is to kind of be playful with it have fun try to show up in whatever way you can obviously acknowledging a lot of people are going to be going through some serious shifts this year that are no joke but how can you stay centered how can you understand that there are instructs for instructions for development in this time like there's almost like a We're getting an encoded download for each and every one of us of what we need to do and feel through in order to um, break open, be more aligned, all of the things. Um, I also pulled a couple from the UC, which is UUSI, beautiful uh, tarot decks. Their Instagram is incredible. And this is the Supra Oracle. So the first one is feeling, which makes sense. We're kind of all being forced into a very intense feeling space, even those that are frustrated, going through grief, um, a lot of frustration. All of those are just intensity of feeling in one way or another. Also, even if you're just feeling... um, present and kind of uh floating that is a unique feeling that you don't get to feel very often so take advantage of that or feel into that but then the next one was Damon, which has an interesting image of kind of a monster pouring something over a um, two hands with chains so it feels like we are kind of shedding light on what our chains are like what are our chains to our life what are our chains to society what is in chaining us like how are we enslaved to ourselves or to a system or to a job we don't like or to, um, you know, whatever that is, we're kind of shedding light on that, even in the collective way. Um, And it is kind of a dark energy, but in the shadow of, like, let's shed light on that dusty corner and see what's in there. Um, The next two cards are extremely optimistic. One is potential, which looks like this horse with a radiating aura. And the next one is a sacred um, earth geometry card, which is essentially the circle and kind of a spiral but it's it's really to me about like um this encapsulated potential if you believe in it and we're shifting into something something's happening where it feels like like you were saying nothing will be the same and I know we said this in the 2020 episode before like um, nothing changes but everything changes at the same time something of that the Copernican um revelation and it feels like that feels like everything's going to look and feel completely different but yet it's going to be very similar in ways and so i don't know if you can con- you can't really concept that you can feel that though so um that's what i'm getting and it just feels like yeah there's new buds coming up um we got to trust that something's going on here for the greater good and just hang in and try to figure out how we can best get support, how we can support each other, what needs to happen, like really take a time to realize what is lacking right now. What do we need and how can we start doing that and get constructive on that and let's start, you know, let's start working with each other on businesses that serve those purposes or how can we start encouraging that in our local government or how can, those are are the things that really need to start And, of course, it has been existing already, but this feels like a really creative, interesting, innovative push that's an energy that's completely different, that is very feminine, that isn't operating in the existing, like, masculine systems. Um, And, again, that's not necessarily gender. That's more energy. So it's more like how can we be receptive and also go out there and, like, really get what we want. Like, let's make it happen because now's the time. So this is an incubation period where at the end it's kind of – it feels like trust your own timing. You don't have to jump right into being changed after this is over. It's going to be a process. Trust the process. Trust the tensions. There's, like – there's some, you know, nuggets of knowledge in the tensions that are going to be important and almost instructions for what happens next and how you actually show up and, like, who you are in the collective in this effort of like let's change all this because clearly it wasn't working
1: yeah I love that and a lot of what you just said really really relates to a lot of astrology for 2020 as well (laughs) as the cards like the tarot cards I pulled while you were talking that's why I was like laughing which we're on video so you guys can't see that but I was like laughing because I was like uh you're like describing the cards I pulled which is so awesome I do want to note, too, like, we had that stellium in Capricorn earlier in the year, and, like, Capricorn's related to the devil, which is similar to that Daemon card, which is this idea of, like, the shackles are an illusion, you can just, like, let them go, because you pull the devil card, and people are like, oh, God, you mm-hmm. know, like, it's a lot more about that Capricorn type that... Um, feel to it where it's like the cave like is this an illusion can you break free from from this as well which I really loved that part and then you talked a lot about I pulled the hermit (laughs) duh you like basically (laughs) talked yeah like it's so it's so cool because again we're not face to face so I wanted to pull those cards right away because I think will be there are some really cool synchronicities and of course that's the nine um you know, the ninth house with the hermit card as well. Um, and it is related to Virgo, which is that kind of a purist uh, at its most basic form, that mutable earth sign. But it's this idea, like there've been earthquakes, like it's just interesting. But the spiritual purist and connected to, um, again, that that idea of, um, uh, you know, a little bit as above, <gasps> so below, but like, hi, water. He Ooh. likes
0: this one. Sorry, I'm going to beat
1: myself. To connect out right that's the hermit he goes within or, or they go within to connect out i always joke around that. it's like the Gandalf archetype um he has the staff and so it's really cool because it's like what we're learning from this time like uh, the other saying i like with the card that i'll say is like be the lighthouse not the searchlight where we're not like running around you know like Uh, we are very much like in this place of like, I'm, I'm going to shine this light out and and you can, you can find it, um, when you, when you need it kind of thing, which is cool with what you were saying, because then I got the four pentacles, the king of cups. And again, I'm not pulling these in any kind of order. I'm just pulling them like you did, like the, just kind of pulling the cards. And then as a clarifier for the king of cups, um, I got the five of pentacles which is super interesting to what you were talking about. You know, you think of the four of fours are balance, right. And we think of like, he's outside of his community. Who are we when we're outside of our community for him? This is this idea of like, also like pulling your purse strings because, um, you know, like there's a lot of conversation about what the economy is going to look like here, but it's also like a lot of questions about structure and boundaries and, you know, like when we completely retreat from community, are we able to keep the integrity of ourselves? Do we need that reflection of the community? That's what the cloak around him in this deck is, is the is the death cloak, which is this idea of um, who we are in relationship to, quote, others, um, which is really that relationship to self. And I love it. He's one of the a few cards in this deck that looks forward straight at you. Um, so oftentimes people like this, like, divert their energy from you uh, or from themselves and kind of like can be a little bit of that narcissistic tendency of like creating a reality for you to live in you know he he asks that of you in a little bit in, in this card but it's about balance you need that contrast of people who aren't understanding what community is and you talked about masculine feminine in terms of energetics and it's like interesting with the daemon to think of like the muse right the masculine and feminine within each of us and this idea of balance and what that looks like when we have too much action that's mercury and aquarius or aries sorry i i, I combined aquarius and it's <laughs> mercury and aquarius we have a new zodiac um <laughs> uh, you know like the mercury and aries we're about to have a venus retrograde we have the saturn which is the world card, going into uh, Aquarius or in Aquarius and then retrograde in that you know and Aquarius is the star card like links to the star and the hermit you know like it's this idea to um of renewal and of that like you think of the water bearer it's an air sign so it's connected to the ethers in that way um so it's interesting because it's it's like there's a little bit of like gear up and then there's also a, lo- a little, bit of, of like, did you, did you go up on the mountain and fetch your water and bring it back down yet? And it's like, no. And it's like, okay, <laughs> go, go do that. And like the water bearer, right? Like go do that. Go, go get that, go, go resource and then come back. And I want to say that is in relationship to the, not just the King of cups, but the five of pentacles, which is an idea of resourcing, right? If you know this deck, they're out in the cold they're um, outside of what can be seen as a church, which is this idea of not fully understanding your resources, not fully understanding the community that supports you in this. And we all do this. No, I'm fine. I don't. I don't need. I'm not sick. Like I'm going to be totally honest. I didn't learn how to let someone take care of me until Tom came around. Like I just wasn't good at it. And there's something about our dynamic where. You know, like uh, he's going to laugh listening to this where, you know, like I'm able to like let someone take quotes, take care of me in certain circumstances because I say to him, I'm like, I have not been in a relationship where I have felt comfortable to articulate my needs in this way. You know, and it's similar to this. We have to learn, you know, like, like how bad does it have to get before we are like, hey, I need help. I'm running out of money and food. You know, like how bad does it have to get before we reach out? And this card is just this warning of like with the king of cups is like the water signs that are related to the king, the cups, the emotion, the pentacles being the physical realm. It's this idea of like your subconscious might be holding you back, your trauma, your all these places like, no, I've always been able to take care of myself. And this is this idea of like, well, what happens when community embraces you and takes care of you. Um, I know in Asheville, there's so many resources, but like, I haven't had to seek those out. So I don't know the lived felt experience of standing in a line waiting for, um, you know, or, or sitting in my car and waiting for a resource that can be helpful. I do know friends who have utilized those resources and it's like, heck yeah, like that's helping them understand um, and empathize and see things in a different way um, on an even deeper level, all right? It's not like they suddenly discovered empathy, right? And so it's really cool because it's like the king, of, the king is masculine, and it's also this idea of the subconscious coming to the conscious, where it's like the unseen world, where there's this space inside each of us that we can connect to, Right, that like sees us as one to everything. And we were talking about this before um, we started recording about this idea of ego and like the teacher of the ego, as well as the reflection of the physical world being in the ego, in the sense that like we need that um, right brain space to be like, this is a table, I'm sitting on a chair, you know, like we need um, that kind of space. I've been mixing that up the left brain space, not right. I mixed that up earlier this week. Um, and so it's like this idea of the concrete being the teacher to understand like, okay, I'm sitting in a chair and now I'm able to kind of like go and connect to these, these other resources. So this is also spiritually resourcing in a really beautiful way. This, this, this card, this deck as well, which we talked about, have both talked about, um, and I love that because, um, it can look different, like for everybody, what it, you know, like for spiritual resources, it can be like practicing online yoga. It can be going on a walk with your dog. It can be going to the grocery store and realizing like, I'm going to send out any kind of like right now I've been going to the grocery store and trying to laugh a lot, which I know seems super inappropriate, but like trying to shift the cells of the space. Like, what does that look like for, for all of us, um, when it comes to understanding we have more than what is right in front of us, which is that four of pentacles. Who are we? We are more than the cells that make up our face. (laughs) Uh, You know, and I love that idea because, you know, like thinking about energy and essence, like who am I at my essence? We don't necessarily think about that while we're writing a work email but it's important information to, to think about and discuss and the hermit holds the integrity of that. Um, and, and sometimes we're, we're given much bigger lessons to, to evolve that, that study. And then it's like evolving from that. Like it's like constant, you know, there is no end of the line. There's only evolving forward, which is just like, that very much it's you it's the card you said was similar to the fool i can't remember the name of the card that you pulled but it's similar to that that not knowing space and then in the in the the the, um true deck i use you could think of like the um fool is also the ethers before the idea so Mm -hmm. we're in this like space between the notes point where we're just like sitting you know um i think we talked about this before but it's kind of like the orchestra has played and then there's the the quiet and then everyone claps but the quiet before everyone claps is always kind of awkward like who's going to clap first right and we're just suspended in that moment indefinitely You know, imagine sitting in a room full of people and being like, who's going to clap first? Shit, now we've been here. Oh, my God. Oh, wow, we're still here. Like, right? It's like this, like, but then all of a sudden you just settle into it and there's just like so much beauty in that stillness. Mm. And I think of that as the ethers of the fool card. And then you can, like, think of it like, who are you without anything? That's the fool card as well. And also thinking, like, the fool is the only court card that can make fun of the king and not get in trouble, right? (laughs) So there's power in not knowing. And that's what's, I think, tough about this. And we've talked about, like, I've seen a few different timelines, one of which has passed um, around the lighting up or the shifting of energy around this virus and around this year. And it's just interesting. I think it's these ebbs and flows that we're going to go through uh, of, of the timeline where it's kind of like, you know, we're like learning a new square dance. And we don't even know what the concept of a square dance is. We're starting from hot square one. Ooh, that was such a good pun. Uh, (laughs) So it's just cool to think about, but also intense, because when we think about systems and structures and we have to reintegrate them, it's like, first you must understand what it's like to possibly not have that structure. (laughs) You know, and that can be hard. Like I'm like, okay, what would I do without my house right now? Like Um. uh, (laughs) that would be an intense transition. So yeah.
0: Yeah, hearing you talk, there's so much um about collective versus individual and how the individual uh kind of creates the collective and how the collective influences the individual (laughs) and i've been Mm -hmm. thinking so much about that like even when you were talking i got this visual of isn't it mormons that do the um i forget the name of the service where they sit in a circle and they're silent and then if one person feels moved to speak is it mormon or quaker i thought it was quaker it's quaker there it is okay i um for some reason i mixed that up but um (laughs) yeah the quaker what do you know what it's called the ceremony Oh, no, I mean, it's their church. Yeah, but it was something about... it is
1: called something. Okay,
0: but then sitting in that silence and that kind of tension and awkwardness, it's similar to the kind of the tension we're all feeling right now, but also hearing what you're saying and that everybody gets to take a turn to kind of stand up and say what they're feeling, say what they need to express themselves to kind of take a moment in the collective or take a a place in the collective and the respect that everyone else gives that person and holds the space for them to do that is so beautiful and and important and it and I think that is something I've been thinking about a lot even just in discussing this virus these opinions these different situations people are in currently um you know, the conspiracy theories that are possible, and what I keep returning to and keep just feeling so strongly, um, I recently finished War and Peace, um, yes, patting myself on the back, because I did it, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but it was this beautiful, they had a lot of beautiful passages, and I'm going to try to articulate it in a way that made sense to me, and hopefully it It does it a little bit of justice, but it was talking about how war and things like this are not just created by one person, by one leader deciding something. It also, there is an energetic behind it. There is kind of an energy of a force of all of these different people assenting to something that creates a necessity for something to happen. Um, And so it does feel like that's kind of maybe all of us on a soul level, on an energetic level needed a shift so much. I mean, even the fact that astrology kind of predicted this energy felt very weird, as we described, at the beginning of January. A lot of people could kind of, like, feel that something was happening. A lot of people have predicted something like this is happening for, for eons. I mean, I did a, a an indigenous uh, new moon ceremony with a Lakota tribe member the other day, and he was talking about, you know, they've, they've been predicting this for ages, and here we are. Um, but it feels like this opportunity as well for respect of everybody is going through it in a different way and you have to let that be because that there is something to be said if that's contributing to the collective so I was speaking to somebody that you know is a, a close person in my life that doesn't even really believe in what's going on and they kind of are a conspiracy theorist and I essentially was like I completely hear you you may be right but how, do, how are we ever going to know the capital t truth and the thing that we all need to start accepting and kind of becoming aware of is this is true or so many people believe this this is affecting so many people in a certain way that it is real it doesn't necessarily mean that it's true capital t true in this means this x x you know plus y equals z but if it's real for millions of people, you have to acknowledge that because that is an energy that's contributing to the to the mass of what's happening. I mean, it's just like in a forest, you know, if if a whole bunch of the trees are infected, say, that's a reality that's affecting the whole rest of the forest. So it's just something you have to acknowledge as a piece of the whole. And I think what we're starting to grasp, hopefully, is what the whole is and how how many different parts it has and how we fit into it but also how that singular one piece one puzzle piece is just one puzzle piece and every other person's a puzzle piece and all of the puzzle pieces create an image right and we're trying to comprehend the bigger image and shift it towards something hopefully that works better for all of us in some way and and we each have to do our part in order to make that you know puzzle image a pretty one as opposed to a bleak one. I don't know if that even made sense. I don't know what I was saying half the time.
1: Yeah. Does that <laughs> <Channeling>. make sense? <laughs> no, it makes it makes complete sense. I think I think it's like, you know, um, I mean, just to touch on like quote the alternative thinking stuff too, because you know, I I don't personally share a lot of this, but I do personally like well now I am, um, but I do pay attention to those worlds, and you know, I think that that is kind of that it's like understanding the information and then like the part you talked about at the beginning, which is like this idea of truth, like, for me, because we're both empaths, we seek truth. That's our our paradigm in terms of the world. But then, like, right now, we're being taught that the truth does sometimes change. And, like, it's not something we're taught. Like, I think the truth is the truth, right? Like, But it's kind of like that's being rotated out because I think that there are a lot of people who are utilizing this energy right now for different things. And I, so it doesn't, like, I don't want to say, like, um it doesn't matter what's happening, but I think there is this idea of what's being brought to light for people. So I like, we'll talk mm. to, to friends who are like, no, this is what's happening. Or the truth will be revealed. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I hear you. We shall see, you know, but the energetics of it makes sense to me, I think is what, like, I'm hearing you say too, where it's like, okay. So like I'll ground it in the example of like, Human trafficking. There's like a lot of conversation that that is being brought to light, and I agree because you can Google it. <laughs> Not that that's even like, a, sorry, a credible source, but like you can research it. I'll say it like that um, and see that these that there are pedophilia rings that are being brought to to light. All of you know, like justice, like it's happening. Jeffrey Epstein. We all know that. Like. And so there are things that are being brought to light. And so it, but, but it's like, we aren't choosing what is being brought to light and what time and what order. And I think that's hard, especially for victims, especially for survivors of this, you know, it exists. It's real. It's a billion dollar industry just in the U S so, you know, like I am a big, I'm very like, yes let's bring this to light you know and but but i think what we are our role in this and i don't want to speak for you so i think we have similar roles though so i'll say it like that is this idea of like understanding the energetics of that so i'm like yes things will be brought to light right but we don't know what yet um we just know that there are certain things that are coming and i think this has to do with structures which is in very much talked about in astrology right now. So, um, you know, like it has to do with like, there has to be a system and a structure in order for human trafficking to happen. So when we, what happens when we take away that structure, does it fall apart? Do these people adapt their business? Um, and I think for me, I hope the best that these people can live a better life and not be, um, sold and bought. And, you know, that's, that, that's terrifying to me that that happens. And so I think it's like, it's not, not like I'm saying, you know, it's not important if it comes to light or not, we just don't know. We don't know what's going to come to light yet. And there are many dysfunctions here in the U S that can come to light. Sorry, but there are, there are many. And so it's like, if we learned it all at once, I mean, our brains would explode, you know? And so it's like, it's like, there's like a shuffling to figure out what truths are going to be revealed and what, if that is a truth or a part of a truth, then we have to like, look at it and we have to discern and we have to understand what that, what these systems are doing to us on an energetic level. Um, And I think that that's important, but it's also like, you know, it's intense for me to think about. And I've, researched and been aware of certain things for a long time. but you know it it's like it's like having faith in knowing we have a system. you know a lot of people are talking about the Golden Age in esoteric groups and it's like, okay, we keep talking about this what what and what it is, you know like we can't just say, okay, let's usher this in or the age of Aquarius like it's more so this idea, uh, okay, do we need a canoe? <laughs> do we need a VW bus? <laughs> we need we need like some trucks? I don't know, you know. And so the it we're in the logistics section, I guess is what I'm trying to add to the to what you were just saying. Does that
0: all make sense? Yeah, I mean, I think you know what you were saying and, and this whole concept of truth, it may be a great, thing to think on to meditate on to open up to the concept of what is truth because it can be different from person to person but then the truth like the truth has to include both of those truths and so it's Mm -hmm. it's it's this complicated thing i've I've always said complicated things are complicated like (laughs) simple things are simple truth can be simple but it also can be immensely complicated so just Thinking through all of that and, and sorting it through for yourself and just feeling on that. And so much of it for me really resonates around I think it's just how do you center within yourself so that no matter what happens, you'll be okay. You'll have a good enough mind you'll have a good mindset. Think about different constructive ways to shift to shift yourself. I mean, that's what humans, that's how we are different than any other species is we adapt to our environment. In such a high level, and we have this huge capacity for for that so how can we adapt to any sort of situation and don't use it as a freak out moment use it as an inspirational in this kind of feminine like you're saying right brain okay left brain this is the world this is a chair this is a table this is the current situation right brain how do I get creative within this box what if the box changes what would I do in a different box what would I do in a different room and just starting to get creative with it because the more you do that then the more confident you feel within yourself and competent to be able to handle whatever comes next and so I think that's part of it as well is like learning how to align with yourself be okay and have like a a a peace of mind you know we're able to stay balanced but it's also being ready to shift in whatever way that you can and sometimes I don't know I mean sometimes that looks uh very different but um I I don't know how to how to speak more on that that's something I've been thinking about and something Um, You know, I'm constantly grateful for my father taught us that when we were younger from a very early age. Um, Like, how can you adapt with the materials you have? You have to do this task. What would work with what's surrounding you to do that thing? Um, And and getting innovative, I mean, it's kind of like MacGyver techniques of like, you know, how can you do X, Y, Z with just a knife or whatever? It's that kind of way of using your brain and trying to train it to do that because that is what we're dealing with now and i think some people that aren't able to do that are the ones that are feeling the most stuck right now. So how mm-hmm. can you start opening so that you can shift your uh like earlier today i was feeling so frustrated and i didn't really know why like there were reasons why i was kind of triggered in such a way but i was trying to get out of it because it's not helpful. It wasn't helpful for me to stay frustrated which just been mean to everyone all day. And just like a pain to be around. So, you know, I played with my dog and I ended up like laughing and he was licking my face like crazy and whatever. I was shifting it. But that is something that you have to intentionally do. You know, you kind of have to know how to, and you have to tap into that space and remember it's possible to shift. And, you know, people say that all the time, like just turn your attitude around and it's kind of a slap in the face. But it can be that easy. And I think we're learning how to be adaptable In whatever situation and everyone's looks differently and I know that some people out there are in some dire straits and so in that regard it's like how can I reach out for help what resources do I have available you know how can I I don't know work with myself to try to feel safer within myself no matter what happens and try to really trust that that'll come for me because I believe in it It, or you know I don't know but there's there's some interesting swirl of each of us kind of really connecting to ourselves on a deeper level and what we need and what we want and what's important. And that also somehow like kind of coalescing with all the other swirls of other people in community. Yeah. I mean, I think
1: one thing I've been saying too, which is in this like observation lens, um, you know, which is helpful for me to get into – um, just to get out of like self judgment, which is like, uh, I, know, I think I've said this to you a few times, like, well, my human was freaking out this morning, mm. <laughs> you know, it's like, and my human's freaking out. Like, I think that that's helpful to know too, like the parts of ourselves that we make up, it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to let my human freak out. She's going to freak out for an hour. Um, and yeah. we're going to observe this lovely freak out. And then it kind of passes because the, that has been honored. And so I think that's like what I hear you say with all that, too, is like this idea of like honoring, honoring all of it, but not necessarily grounding all of it in, 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 in what is important um, and saying this is more important than this. I think there's been a lot of conversation about what's more important going on right now. And so it's like honoring all these 20 conversations that are happening at once, but knowing I'm going to listen to two of them. You know, like that these are the two I need to turn to right now. And and so it's cool because it's like this idea of like I can hold space for something, but not necessarily say, Yes, that's true. Um so you yes, know I, I that. love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How can we respect where everyone is, but also respect where we are? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think this comes in like a really like, a uh, the news is a great way of connecting with this is it's like, it's like every time you read a news article, are you being upregulated to think that this is the most important thing you're reading right now? Because most likely somewhat of that technique is happening. Oh <laughs> yeah. Know? So it's not like saying like, all oh, news is bad, right? Like you can watch it for a minute and see, but notice your nervous system as you're listening or reading the article. And if it's upregulated, it either, I'm going to be totally esoteric, has a sigil in it, let's be real, or, which you can look up to, but, or, like, it, it, you know, it has magic in it, or it is meant to upregulate you. It's meant to bring crisis into your home. And would you, if someone was knocking at your door and said, oh, my God, oh, my God, let me in, I've got this thing, I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you, would you let them into your home? It's the same thing with a television or a laptop or a tablet or your phone. You're letting it into your home. And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. would I let, you know, I'm just, I don't know. I can only think of Anderson Cooper. Would I let Anderson Cooper hang out in my living room? Like some people would be like, oh yeah, he's awesome. But like, I would be like, no, I don't want him in my living room because I don't want, I don't want that, the energetics of that there. And so therefore I'm, you know, and I can't think of like, who's like someone who fucks me. There's, I don't know. Tucker Carlson, who are you? <laughs> I like block out all these days? Yeah, I, I get don't know. Th- I think of Bill O'Reilly, and I don't think he's on the air anymore, right? So, you know, like it's like, would you sit in your living room with Bill O'Reilly? Doesn't matter what part of the news, you know, it's like, no, I would not. I wouldn't go to lunch <gasps> with him, you know, anything like that. So, it's this <gasps> idea. Sorry, to does not like Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> it's just a car driving by. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of like understanding that, like utilizing that concept instead of the debate of, over, sure, you can see four companies own all of our information, sure. But it's your choice as to what you want that information to look like in your life. You could watch it and understand and see, hey, this really messed my mood up hey, my nervous system, I feel like driving 25 million, I almost said 25 miles, that's, that's not what I meant to say. Like, if this makes me want to, you know, drive 100 miles an hour down my driveway, then you know, like, you've been messed with. And would you, in an interpersonal relationship, if you and I were friends and you were constantly dysregulating my system, I'd be like, man, I don't know, should Ray and I be friends? <laughs> you know, like, it's like, you can, like, like, lengthen it down into an interpersonal relationship and it's like no I wouldn't I wouldn't let that into my house so why is a television the technology any different you know well and
0: I think so much of it is that people believe it's the information that's upsetting them I mean if you watch Mm. um you know, different TV news stations that are talking about numerous people dying. That creates sadness, That especially if it's possible for you and your family. That creates panic. That does activate and upregulate your system in a lot of ways. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, when does that, that negotiation happen of and that's why i don't even watch it i feel like i energetically or informationally get the the main idea of what's happening in the world but i or just you know how things are affecting me personally but i also miss out on a lot of information because i'm not allowing you know, those channels, those those energy vibrations to come in. But I started really realizing, even if I was watching the news and they were talking about numerous deaths, I wasn't feeling anything. And that was a sign no. to me that this is messed up, that, that something's off here. You know, scrolling through my phone on the news thing of, like, all these different destructive deaths or situations across the world, and I felt nothing – That freaked me out. And that's when I stopped watching the news and completely disconnected entirely. So I don't know. I mean, there is an interesting negotiation, but I think what you're tapping on is absolutely right. And how do we think for ourselves? Start to really recognize what you are feeling and when and how you show up and what this information does to you. Do you just sit with it? Does it make you feel awful all day? Do you then use it as a, um, fuel for you to dream up of something like, how can I change this? How can I show up for my community? How can, you know, are you, are you using it for good? Or are you just sitting on it? You know, how do you interact with your world and what do you let in? And not only what do you let in, but what does that do to you? What do you let it do to you in a lot of ways? Okay. And that's something that I heard recently is, um, struggle exists in every life, um, in different, you know, degrees, different ways, but you get to choose what the suffering looks like. And I think that's really fascinating. It's so much of that mindset of, and it is, yeah, it is kind of awakening to the fact that we get to, we get to choose. It is a choice, but a lot of people don't even realize it's a choice. So it's making, it's wedging in that space first, which hopefully this time is doing in some way. Yeah. I love that. It's so good. Yeah. I love that. Gunnar's face is peeking through the door just a little bit. He's like, "What are you doing? Why um, are you still recording?" Them? Well, I mean, I think um, I don't know. Do you have any sort of recap or last thoughts? We we kind no, of no.
1: I mean, I went feel through a little Good about that. I I liked like we both had talked about hi tomato tomatoes oh. for you We both had talked about this idea, this concept of uh, of simply being more on in the intuitive, and then and then like. of going from there so i i think it's like you know like we're always going to say meditate decipher the information for yourself and and what that looks like for you because it's important you know it's the same thing of like this idea that we all like that one voice is loud just because the loudest voice in the room is talking doesn't mean it's the most important one you know we all have something very unique to say in all of this so just making sure everyone's articulating how they're feeling um, to those they want to, as well, and, you know, honoring that process. Hi, Tomato. She's she's Aww. just doing lots of licking. She's like, "What are you guys talking about?" <laughs> and she's coming over to co-regulate with me. Right, I'm fine. We're all good. I know we're talking about ten subjects, huh? She's an Aussie Shepherd Lab, so she's just very sensitive. Aww. I love you. Yes, you're fine. <coughs>
0: Yeah. Um, I think it's just like what resonates for you right now and oh shaking it off. You know, what what are you going through right now and how can you be in a better relationship with it? Beautiful. I love that. That's great. Okay. (laughs) I think we need to include pictures of our dogs in this too. Yeah, sure.
1: Anyways.
0: I'm not sure um, that Gunner's barking usual. was able to get muted anyway, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to I'll awesome. try to adjust that a little bit, but
1: um, yeah, I'll try to
0: take a picture of these cards and maybe you can do the same. Yeah, I exactly. can um, And thanks for listening again, everyone, yeah. to
1: our, our talking.
0: <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you. Hope everybody's doing okay. Um, sending everybody some some thoughts. Some love. Yeah. Yep. All right. Awesome. Bye, everyone. Bye.